Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. If you're looking for help with trying to lose weight, this might be the solution that you're looking for. With a range of products that include shakes, boosters, capsules and more, get started today. All you have to do is add Kirsty on Facebook and send her a Facebook message using the link in the description and get started with the program today. Hey everyone, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk and sign up as a creator or as a Patreon. There's two different versions available there or two different options available there. And then simply go to pledge $1 per month and get your ad-free podcast. It's also a really good way to support what we're doing here at Entertainment Talk. It also means you wouldn't have to listen to this or any sponsors that we have now or in the future either. And as always, thank you for listening. Welcome to the Walking Dead UK podcast. It is Entertainment Talks podcast for the Walking Dead on AMC and Fox. I'm your host Matthew. Joining me today is David. How are you today? I'm very well. How are you? Good. Not too bad. Not too bad. Good. Uh, so we're here to talk about season eight, episode fifteen, which was called Worth. Uh, did you like the penultimate episode of season eight? Um, yeah, it was a perfectly reasonable episode, I think, overall. Uh, it still doesn't really feel like it's one before the end. You know, no, there doesn't, doesn't seem to be a huge amount of... I mean, I suppose there was towards the end, there was some ramping up, but I, I, you just want it to be a bit more epic than it is. You know, the mm-hmm. they should never have called this all-out war. It, it should call called it a bit of war, you know, because the, there isn't, like, a whole yeah. lot of war in this season. We've had the odd skirmish, yes. Yeah, yeah, there uh, really hasn't been. But, yeah, overall, there hasn't been a huge amount of war. And, you know, mm. I just, I think, if you look at something like Game of Thrones and how Game of Thrones handles these kind of big epic battles and where it ended up, and I know the budgets are probably very different for those two sort of shows, but mm-hmm. maybe. <laughs> but but yeah. even so, you know, that's where you should be aspiring to be. If you're if you're going to call something all out war, it needs to be all out war, not the odd skirmish here and there, you know? Um, and I mean, I'm hoping there's something a bit more epic coming next episode, but um, I, yeah, it's, it's just, I get very sick of, of these kind of little, little bits and, you know, the odd like little thing. There were some good bits in this episode, yeah. but it needed to sort of come earlier on and, them have like two or three kind of really large big episodes at the end and it's just not there so mm-hmm. uh, not a criticism so much of this episode more a criticism of how they've arced this season i think yeah more than anything else yeah yeah um yeah i mean it's their way of stretching out this arc um all out war could have been half a season it could have cut out the fat um yeah but it didn't uh and we had to put up with like carl's death we've had to put up with just other bits and pieces 
Um, yeah. Like bit uh, like focusing on too much on Eugene's story, um, the scavengers and th- things that we've all sort of talked about before. But yeah, I agree with you that it it's sort of been a case this season of like we've kind of been waiting for the bigger war and we've had little skirmishes and fights which have all been good at least i i feel but we just haven't had enough of it um yeah but we 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 know at this point the way amc's treating the show um and sort of what we're going to get i mean kind of because like i think i remember last week saying we just don't quite always know what we're gonna get with this show um mm. it, like you show up next week and you just don't quite know what you're getting at or who you're going to see or how much of who you're going to see so uh but i thought this episode was okay um it wasn't terrible it bored me in places but i think there was just about enough good to keep it okay uh this week yeah um it does set up this, this season finale relatively well especially the uh end scene with negan i think that was okay that was pretty good yeah yeah. Uh I've got the two letters from um Carl to both Negan and Rick and I'll I'll read them when we get to the uh points in the um in the plot, I suppose. Um I guess we'll t- I guess we'll talk about predictions at the end and stuff for the uh season finale. Um I mean we we have emails that tie into it, so I think we'll leave it um uh, until then. Yeah. Uh so before we do get into the notes and letters and everything else for the episode, uh I just want to let you know what we're doing at Entertainment Talk this week. Um on sort of Sunday at midnight. Uh I don't exactly know why I scheduled it for midnight. It was just I don't know, one of them things. Uh I released a podcast for the final season review of Love, which is on Netflix. I remember mentioning it last week, I think. Um, but it's actually out yeah. there for, for you to listen to. Uh, which to me sets a new standard for romantic comedies. Not that I had that much of a standard of that genre before, but it <laughs> elevates it so much more to what I knew the genre was before anyway. So, um, who knows? Maybe it's just the fact that it appeals to me more because the characters in the show are more my age. So, um, yeah, go and check that possibly. out. That's for the that's for the final season, so there won't be any more of that show. Although I um, hope there's may- maybe some kind of, re- um, of uh, reunion episode in-, in 10 years or, so- or something. Who knows? It's just, just what I want, so... <laughs> uh yeah that's on netflix it's called love uh go and check that out and then um last week or recently i did a review of a quiet place which is a really good uh horror film which is apparently doing very well at the box office which i'm very happy to hear um it was both directed and starring john krasinski who uh was uh jim in the office is probably most known for um he has a beard now he's trying to survive in an apocalypse type situation uh, yeah, that's, that, that was a really, really good film. I did a spoiler and spoiler-free uh, review for that in the same podcast. Uh, and then earlier in the week, I did a bit of sort of MCU catch-up, did a sort of solo review for Black Panther. I, di- I didn't do any spoilers in that. There wasn't anything particularly spoilery I wanted to talk about. Um, but I talked a bit about the MCU, and of course we've got Avengers Infinity War coming out in just a couple of weeks. So I talked a bit about that as well as black panther itself so you can check that out as well uh hopefully we'll be able to review uh avengers in um a good amount of time when it comes out because that's going to be you know a massive marvel film so uh hopefully yeah. we can do that in a couple of weeks when it comes out 
Uh, what else is happening this week? Walking Dead, of course, which you're listening to, so thank you for that. Uh, and then later in the week, um, we've got a uh, podcast for iZombie, which comes back from its unnecessary Easter break, I think. Uh, <laughs> the show is also possibly in danger of getting cancelled. The ratings aren't that good. Uh, and yeah. CW didn't renew it recently when they did a bunch of shows, so I, I'm sure me and Robert are going to talk about that and uh, how we feel and stuff. Uh, and in the, in the same session, we're going to be doing this week's random gaming talk with some rumors of PlayStation 5. I'm going to be talking about Far Cry 5 as well, um, as well as some other stuff that's going to be coming up this week. So look out for that. Uh, I also want to slightly tease that um, there are three shows that are returning. One is probably going to be next year. It's going to be a sort of... Um, the way that uh, the UK broadcaster does a catch-up of it, I would say. Um, there's going to be three shows that are returning in uh, the near future that I'm planning on doing podcasts for, but I don't want to uh, name what those are yet. Uh, so some of them are going to be coming out soon, so that's, I guess, a little uh, teaser for the future. I've already got names of all three podcasts and all three shows. Um, so yeah, just a little something to, uh, to look, out forward, look forward to uh, in the future as well. So I just thought I'd tease that. Uh, yeah, that's it at entertainmenttalk.org for this week. Uh, oh yeah, next week is the uh, Legends of Tomorrow season finale, isn't it? Um, episode 18, so we'll be covering the uh, season finale Yeah, it will be. Cool. Alright, so at the hilltop, Rick finally reads Carl's letter after... Was it last week they did the cliffhanger? When he went to read it, but we didn't... Yeah. That was last week, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. They sort of showed Carl's hat and stuff, but he's actually reading it this week. Um, no more, No more cliffhangers. Um, although that's a bad thing to say about The Walking Dead, so because there will be cliffhangers. <laughs> yeah. um, but he reads Carl's letter, uh, and Michonne is uh, sort of wrote in the near distance. She's like on the on the ground floor because Rick's like on the first or second floor of this building, and uh, Michonne mm. and Judith are sort of off in the distance, um, walking around just just spending time together, I guess. Uh, and the letter says this. So this is from Rick, sorry, from Carl to Rick. Um, he says, I remember my eighth birthday at KCC. Is that because I couldn't say KFC? Is that some I sort of know. copyright? I don't know. Um, I assume AMC doesn't want any more trouble with other other people, you know, so uh, they maybe avoided yes. that. Uh, but he says, I remember my eighth birthday at KCC with that giant cake and Aunt Eve showing up um, on leave and surprising us all. Uh, I remember mum, I remember Kodja, I don't recall hearing about what that is or who that is. Uh, I remember school and going to the movies and Friday night pizza and cartoons and grandma and grandpa and church. Those summer barbecues and the kiddie pool that you got me, uh, could have used that at the prison. <laughs> That's a good little, <laughs> good little thing to put in there. Uh, you told me about the walks we'd take when I was three you holding my hand around the neighborhood all the way to Ross's farm. I assume that's another friend or someone from the past. Yeah. I didn't know um, that I remembered them, but I do because I see the sun and the corn and that cow that walked up to the fence and looked me in the eye. You told me about all that stuff, but it isn't just that stuff. It's how I felt holding your hand. I felt happy and special. I felt safe. I thought growing up was about getting a job maybe a family being an adult but growing up is making yourself and the people uh, you love safe as safe as you can because things happen they happened before you were shot before things went bad kind of felt like things went bad because you were shot i want to make you feel safe dad i want you to 
just feel like um, the way I felt when you held my hand. Just to feel that way for five more minutes. I'd give anything to make you feel that way now. I wanted to kill Negan. I wish I did. Maybe it would have been done. I don't think it's done now. You went there. You went out there again. But I don't think they surrendered. I don't think they will surrender. They are workers in there. There are workers in there, Dad. They're just regular people, old people, young people, families. You don't want them to die, Dad. We're so close to starting over and we have friends now. It's that bigger world Jesus talked about. The kingdom, the hilltop, Alexandria and more places to go. Uh, and there's got to be more places. More people out there, a chance for everything to change and keep changing. Everyone giving everyone the opportunity opportunity to have a life, a real life. Uh, so if they won't end it, you have to you have to give them a way out. You have to find peace with Negan, find a way forward somehow. We don't have to forget what happened. But you can make it so that it won't happen again, that nobody has to live this way, that every life is worth something without killing. They can feel safe again. That it can go back to being normal birthdays and schools and jobs and even Friday night pizza. He loves his Friday night pizza. Somehow. <laughs> um, and walks with dad uh, and a three-year-old holding hands. Make that comeback. Um, make that comeback, dad, and go on those walks with Judith. She'll remember them. I love you. So, yeah. Um, quite a long, nice letter to his to his dad. It's the last thing he's going he's gonna to read. Um did you like it? Yeah, I mean, it's it's overly idealistic, I think, on Carl's part. Because, mm. I mean, the 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 whole... I mean, I get what he's... You know, there are his hopes and his, his, his dreams. But, ultimately, you the only way this is going to work is if Rick and Negan come to an understanding. And, uh, you know, you get the second half of, of that letter later on, and we know how mm. that turns out but <clears throat> i mean i i get he's yeah rick i think would be perfectly happy to come to some agreement but they're kind of too far in it at this point and there's no way negan was ever going to back down you know and no. and not so yeah well i appreciate the sentiment mm -hmm. there was no way it was ever going to happen and you know i i don't know i it was it it was a nice thing to hear, and it was to do the voiceover. Apparently, um, Andrew Lincoln actually had an earpiece in during acting that scene, so he could hear Chandler's voice uh, through the earpiece oh, when wow. he was reading the letter. Okay. Apparently, uh, there. So, um, do you, you know, do you, mean, I, I, do you mean so that when they played Carl's voice reading it, he could hear it back and react to it? Yeah, when he was actually okay. when he was actually reading through the letter when they were filming that scene, because obviously it's all done in, with Carl's voiceover. Yeah. He actually had ch that the uh, Chandler's voice, you know, the Carl's voice in his ear hmm. uh, through an earpiece, so he could sort of follow it along and uh, and react at certain points. Mm -hmm. So, which I thought was quite a nice way of doing it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I liked it. I like the way it references things that have happened, like you got shot and walks with Judith and the walks that we took and these things mm. that we don't really know about before, like well, whoever it was, um, their farm and like Friday Night Pizza and stuff. I, I quite like all that stuff. It's good to, it's nice to think about the past of this show um, and like what happened yeah. in the prison and I could use the pool at the prison and 
making making little little jokes and and that sort of stuff, but still being serious to say like, look, you could like try and make peace with Negan and stuff. Um, so I thought I thought it was quite good. It was maybe a little bit long, but it's his dying letter, so there shouldn't yeah. really be like a length limit on it. So mm. yeah, uh, so Rick's gonna be even more sad now if he wasn't already. So yeah, um, yeah, it's 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 sad though. Um, lose, losing Carl. Well, that, well, not losing Chandler. Yeah, that, Chandler's still alive. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, but, losing Carl and stuff. It's yeah, it just sucks. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I think we can move on from that. It was a nice letter though, so um, we have that at least at the moment. Uh, I simply wrote down um for this Simon and Gregory scene that Simon argues with Gregory. And Gregory gets body slammed by Simon, which I thought was was pretty good. Um, it's a good sort of thing for him to do in the episode where he he dies. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I, th- I mean Gregory deserves everything that he gets in terms of oh his yeah stuff, yeah. So uh, Gre- Gregory's Gregory's a complete snake, and and I mean it was quite a nice little scene that between. I mean Gre- Gregory's the type of person that would sell his own grandmother if he thought. You know, it would get him out of a jam. So, mm. I, I I think, uh, I, yeah, I, I really like that little scene that you got with Gregory and uh, and Simon. You know, Gregory Gregory actually trying to show some balls and sort of stand up to him, and mm-hmm. then just getting smacked Still down hard. Fail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's funny. So. Um, but no, that's good. It was it was a good scene to watch. Um, it's interesting how annoying and. Gregory is and how ready we are for him to die but some of the scenes are like this that he's still in the se- are still good yeah um, so yeah it's, it still makes for some good scenes um, he's got to die next episode right why would they I, I don't know, I don't why, know. why he's still alive I honestly don't know it's so difficult with Gregory um, because he's now I mean you know as we find out later on he ends up back at Hilltop mm-hmm. um, uh, w- whether he will take the blame for the misinformation that came through maybe i don't know but but we'll see hmm. um so in one of the sillier scenes i'll say i'll, I'll read it out first uh in the words outside oceanside um because remember i said uh they, they yeah. go back to oceanside aaron stays there and it gives them a reason to come back this is that time um so outside oceanside community um Sydney, I think her name is, and the other residents uh, shun Aaron's attempts to protect their community. He's like, he's been out there for, I don't know, a couple of days, maybe? Yeah. Um, He basically didn't leave since they told him to leave, because uh, Enid left and he said, oh, I'm going to stay here and try and get a deal. And it seems like this is what he's been doing, is kind of doing a bit of a, this is almost a bit of a protest, isn't it? Like, just camping outside yeah. somewhere and saying, like, I want this deal, but I'm going to just stay here. But in an apocalypse where you got zombies roaming around and stuff, and you can slip over in mud, which he does as well, it's just not yes. it's not the safest thing to do, and it just seems very very stupid. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, he attempts to protect their community despite him starving and dehydrating himself. He just he's just like a mess, and he's all over the place, and he's falling over and stuff. After barely surviving a walker attack or multiple walker attacks, um, Sydney and the others find an exhausted Aaron begging them to join uh, them to fight against the saviors as they would otherwise continue to be uh, fearful of the outside world. Um, it doesn't 
work, sort of. Um, well, I do, we don't know because they sort yeah, of cut away just... before we actually. I I think it probably does. I think he maybe convinces, has convinced them, and they'll end up showing up. You know, riding over a hill to save the day, maybe at the end. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe. Aaron and the, all the girls sort of you know turning up at, at, during mid battle or something, so, and and taking them by surprise. I. Uh, maybe maybe that's what what they're aiming for um mm. yeah because the oceanside community's sort of been left alone after simon went and massacred all the men which we also found out this episode yeah um so you know i may, maybe i i do feel that maybe he got through to them towards the end uh i mean it didn't bother me as much as I thought that scene might do, you know, it I, could have been I sort yeah, of, yeah. Yeah. And I, I like Ross McQuan, uh, quite, you know, he's, he's a good actor and, and, uh, I, I, I sort of get the motivation behind doing it because, you know, he's lost so many people and, and, you know, uh, I, I sort of feel that I, I see where his desperation's coming from at this point. So mm-hmm. I, I kind of get why he's there. Um, it, it, he's not really thinking particularly clearly, but he's sort yeah. of proved the fact that he is going to do this, whatever happens or, you know, literally almost literally die trying. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I did. I suspect, I, I think at this point they have to turn up in and sort of, you know, save the day or join the re- join the rest of them in the next episode because otherwise what would be the point of going through all that plot wise <laughs> yeah if they don't you know so they have to turn up at some point in the next episode he has to have have taught them around so you know um but yeah i mean, we'll see i will be amazed if oceanside don't end up joining in with everybody else mm. so it'll be a big waste of time if they just like yeah otherwise being part of the plot i mean it would be ridiculous if they if they tell him to get lost at this point and they don't agree to join him because what would be the whole point of them doing that bit yeah and and leaving aaron there there would be no point of you know he needs to be there to bring them in you know that that's the only reason that aaron's still there plot wise so they have to come and join in the fight mm-hmm. at this the uh, this show has like put itself into or like this season sort of put itself into a corner where you've got the all that war to wrap up you've got like rick and negan probably talking to each other again and all that stuff to wrap up you've got um the oceanside stuff to finish this the uh, rest of jadis's plot whatever that's going to be to finish um and you have to kind of bring it all together and finish it. And they've only got one episode left to realistically do that. Unless they do stretch out one of those things. Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't know why mm. they do this in some of the... Se- not, it's not happened every single season. But in some of the seasons where like they've just left it and left it and left it. And then just really sped up and tried to uh, sort of rush... Pack everything things. into the... Yeah. 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 Um, I mean that again. You know, as I say, I don't want to compare it to Game of Thrones all the time. But you know, you look at how Game of Thrones paces it things out. The big stuff 
on on a number of their seasons the big stuff has actually become in the penultimate episode and the final episode is kind of a coda to sort of clearing up the aftermath and Mm -hmm. and and you sort of i kind of feel you you almost needed a much bigger thing to happen this episode and spill over into the next episode and then you had a bit more time to sort out all those runoff things, you know, all the other little bits that you need to figure out next week. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, cramming everything into one episode, I think he's he's odd. Mm-hmm. I mean, they want to have their like big finale, but there's other ways you can still do that. Um, yeah, I mean, like I say, I never you, lost any you're Game most... of Thrones viewers, so yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, you you you're most. Um, treat the you know the last two episodes as one giant episode and find a decent break point in the middle you know which mm-hmm. is you know you can you can end this week's you could have ended this week's episode on a you know on them actually in the battle almost or them actually about to attack and then you can start the next episode with whatever the battle is and then you've got more time to play with the aftermath as well mm-hmm. and and set things up so uh, but you know who knows we'll we'll see how it plays out next week anyway yeah um i mean it leads to a good episode if you like speed things up and try and really finish things fast but it just lo- makes the rest of the season look so much less so we'll see, yeah. we'll see what they have to, to show next week uh is it a nine minute episode next week or an american 90 minute episode i've not heard anything yet uh, I'm not sure. Because usually they'll say, oh, on the, on the 90 minute finale of AMC's Walking Dead, but they, I, they I... usually are longer, but they've not said, so hmm. I don't know. Maybe if it was 42 minutes or like 50 or whatever. Um, but we'll see. We'll, we'll know by next week, so. Surprised, uh, Dwight finds out that Negan has returned and is still alive and is, um, reminded by Negan about his loyalty to the saviors. Later, Negan gathers his lieutenants for a meeting where Simon apologizes for his actions against the hilltop. Negan then makes uh, Simon get on his knees, threatening to kill him, but then considers uh, um, forgiving Simon. After Negan instructs his lieutenants to set up a sniper nest all around the hilltop to contain the residents and uh, win a war of attrition. Immediately after meet after the meeting, Negan again uh, commends Dwight for staying loyal and true to the goal of the saviors. Dwight, still hiding his loyalty uh, to Rick's allies, prepares a uh, copy of Negan's plans, which is, I think, what you were talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anxious, uh, Simon encourages Dwight to gather a few other saviors that would like to see Negan uh, killed, I guess. Uh, and then we'll talk yeah. about what happens with that after. Did you think Simon was going to get killed here? Was, um, like beaten I, to death on the spot with the bat. Yeah, I did. I did wonder when he had him on his knees. I did think, oh well, maybe that's it. I mean, I <laughs> I kind yeah. of guessed that Simon make it to the end of this season uh, because the moment Negan found out about what had happened to uh, the uh, heapsters, I I think it was. I think that had re- pretty much punched Simon's card. I I don't think you could have. There's not where many other places Negan could have gone with that. So it was, no. that was sort of interesting when he actually decides to uh, to let Simon go. But then, of course, we find out why. But, yeah, I I thought this was, um, this was quite interesting, this mm-hmm. Negan taking back control and uh, 
and the the reactions and the fallout from it. I thought it was quite good. Yeah, I mean, Negan, to me at least, is usually most of the time very watchable and very entertaining and Jeffrey, as always, just does a really good job as him. Um, yeah. So even in scenes where like he's talking to Eugene or Jadis or whatever, he's usually the one that like stands out from the crowd. I mean, Austin Emilio and Stephen Ogg are very, very good as well. Um, yeah. But I, yeah. I feel like Jeffrey's just that bit, a little bit higher. Um, Stephen Ogg's very, very good. Um, and a lot yeah, of no, I mean, Steve, Stephen Ogg is great. I know a lot of people are very upset about, you know, losing simon but uh yeah i yeah i i and i do i will miss Stephen Ogg on the show because i and i did rather like simon's character mm. but i think as as i think i've been i i said the moment that happened and the moment that he went against negan he wasn't going to make it till the end of this season so mm. you know i i wondered where, whether he was going to go in the battle or whether you know they they got him earlier but i think once we found out last week that negan now knew what had happened and Simon was basically working against him and not following his instructions. I think that that was pretty much, you know, his time was up. Mm. Um, and that's probably how his, I imagine if they do plan on this show, um, that <laughs> that would have been the plan since like season eight is to say, okay, Stephen, this is where you like, you, you have 15 episodes in this season or something. Um, I'd be yeah. really interested to see what the writer's room is like on this show or just like, um, I think I was speaking to Chris about this last week in, in the comic talk. Um, and don't worry, I won't spoil anything. Um, but we sort of said about, like, what what is the attitude like when these people go to work, the actors and that, and um, what's what's the mood like on the set and, and that sort of thing. And when these actress, actresses and actors and, like, producers and stuff talk to the AMC execs, what, what is that like and stuff. Because um, mm. it must be at least awkward. Um, I mean, when like Kerry Payton's doing an Instagram post and he says "pay the woman" and stuff like that, that yeah. that's going to lead to some awkward stuff. So, um, but yeah, I, I um, yeah, so I I would assume that that's sort of what they had planned um, at the start of the season. Could be wrong, of course. That this could have just been something else. Um, yeah, but I mean, no, I mean, I I I suspect if. You saw the moment that Simon started turning against Negan. Uh-huh. I think it was fairly obvious mm-hmm. that that he was going to go at some point. It's it's the surprise deaths that I think are the ones that are you know things like Carl and yeah. yeah that that don't seem to be as planned. But I think I think Simon was probably you know knew at some point. Uh, you know I think Stephen Ogg must have known at some point that that he was going to get his ticket punched. So yeah. Um, yeah. and he'll he'll end up somewhere else so that'll be good um i'm sure he will yeah uh so yeah i in terms of what we said of like this season building up stuff and the walking dead's way of doing it, i thought the way they built all this stuff up with dwight was was actually pretty good um like negan sort of slowly walks up to him and goes hey and like starts talking to him about stuff and he's just like mm. he knows dwight is surprised and he knows what like dwight has done and stuff um and I think the the surprise and stuff actually worked quite well in in here. Um, yeah. So I thought I thought that was good. Uh, yeah, it's always it's always interesting to see the um, what do you call it like the, the lieutenant's room where Negan gathers gathers everyone and starts starts the meeting and stuff. Mo- yeah. Most of those scenes have been pretty good. So yeah. Uh, so following on from that, when they gather, Simon suggests that Dwight should have the first chance to kill Negan. Just then. Um, Slightly before that, Simon's like going on and on about like Negan's done this and that, and we should kill him, and we should do this and that. 
Um, but just then, Negan mm. reveals himself, having been tipped off by Dwight, because um, he gets some some of the other saviors to like shoot everyone around him and uh, yeah, Dwight yeah. and stuff. But not Gregory. He, he keeps Gregory alive here. So, <laughs> <For some reason. laughs> um, I'm really. It's really just like, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get. Oh, Greg, it Gregory's hasn't hasn't. Is Gregory got no? No, Gregory's still around at that yeah, point, isn't he? Yeah, keeping him alive for some reason. Um, yeah. But all the other men are killed. Negan uh, rebukes Simon uh, of going against his orders and wiping out the scavengers. And as he's as he's doing this speech, he's like smashing the heads of all these saviors around. Yeah, because they, well, yeah. they're of course going to reanimate and stuff. Um, so that that to me added even more sort of punch to Negan of like he's mm. just, he's doing what he's doing somewhat violent thing but what's necessary and what you actually need to do in this world while giving this like quite good speech i thought it was quite good yeah Um, yeah but he's doing that as he's wiping out the scavengers uh reminding him that he also led uh the massacre of the men at oceanside Uh, so simon was actually the one that did that because we found out that two seasons ago or so so, that like well we we knew somebody had massacred yeah we didn't didn't know we didn't know who was, but it, it would seem that it was Simon that was leading them at the time, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that he was on to do that, something that Negan needed to uh, keep in check. Negan states that the only way Simon can live is uh, to beat him in a fist fight with all the saviors and the workers gathered. Simon uh, engages Negan in what, into a one-on-one brawl. He sort of is speaking and taunting and stuff and uh, mm. just sort of whacks him in the head. Um I don't know how Negan didn't quite see that coming, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> so he, he launches a punch at him. Dwight uses the distraction to grab Gregory. Very, very useful, very trustworthy Gregory. <laughs> um, to <pass laughs> in the notes about Negan's new plan to give them to Rick and directs him to a vehicle he previously prepared for a quick escape. Yeah. Uh, so Dwight's got a good plan. He's just not necessarily got the best person to do this. Although Gregory does actually well, do this. So Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, I think... He- I mean, he was short of options, and mm. uh, you know, Gregory, I think, sees this as a possible way of getting back in with the uh, hilltop people. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it makes sense that he would actually do it and you know go along with it, mm-hmm. given their standing at the moment. So, uh, Negan eventually overpowers Simon and kills him. He sort of strangles him and and whatnot. Yeah, uh, Gregory makes it back to the hilltop and he's re-imprisoned while Rick and his allies look at Dwight's notes, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, I thought this fight was okay. It was a little bit short, yeah, I, but it was okay. I, well, it, yeah, I, I thought they did a reasonable job of it. You know, they, they really looked like they were kind of going at each other. I mean, Simon kind of sucker punches Negan in the first place and uh, puts him slightly off guard. But I thought... Uh, it, it, the whole fight sequence, yeah. You know, I mean, it's not going to last that long, and uh, they did a reasonably good job of of showing two guys really kind of going at it. So, yeah, I I thought it went down really reasonably well. That mm-hmm. I thought they did a fairly decent job of it. Yeah, it's cool to see two strong alpha leader males uh, fight. Yeah, I guess. that's that's kind of cool. Um, they're both pretty much on equal standing, I think, in terms of strength and and whatever. Uh, it's not like Eugene was trying to beat up Negan or something, so... No. Um, yeah, yeah, it was good. Uh, the Dwight stuff, I, I thought was still good. I still do like Dwight. Um, he's not actually on Negan's side. He's been... No. We've known that all this time. Um, so I still like his character. 
Uh, it is still surprising to me that Gregor actually did something that he was told to do, but I guess, like you said, it was kind of his only option, and he wants to get back in with the hilltop. Mm. Even though that should never happen. Like, no, it and never, it, and it no one should didn't. ever let him back in. Um, <laughs> you know, and it, and it didn't. I mean, the moment he turned up, they took the plans off him and then shoved <laughs> him back in jail, which is exactly what should have happened. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think, I think everything turned out as, it, as you kind of expected it would, really, with that. But... Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I I'm not overly shocked that he did what he was told because I think it was the only thing he could have really done, and we didn't actually get to see the interaction. Right? I mean, we didn't really need to see the interaction. We didn't get to see when he turned back up at Hilltop. Well, all we do, saw was him getting shoved inside the prison. So um, yeah, Save you know, time. I you don't know, yeah, and you don't know. Ex- exactly what he said but the chances are he may have tried to be a bit weaselly when he turned up and you know going oh i'll give you these plans if you help me out or whatever (laughs) but just takes the plans off him and shoves him in the prison i guess but Mm -hmm. so we don't know exactly what happened but you can kind of figure that out i reckon where do you think he is safer here or the sanctuary i think the hilltop is probably safer uh, I mean, I don't think anywhere is particularly safe right no, now. Um, for him, in I mean, terms of you know, the people leaving. For, for him, yeah, for him, he's probably safer locked up at the hilltop, I would mm-hmm. have thought. Uh, so that was that. That was that was kind of cool. Um, in the aftermath, Negan promotes Dwight to be, to be his right-hand man. But at uh, Dwight's room, of course he, he accepts, but at mm-hmm. Dwight's room, Negan reveals uh, who he found on his way back to the sanctuary. Another resolved cliffhanger after, and that's yeah. not unnecessary sort of cliffhanger. Uh, it's Laura, a uh, saver that witnessed Dwight's turning on the attack against uh, Alexandra. She was actually the one. Um, I can't. I can't remember which episode this was in, but it was when he was fighting alongside her, and he like shot five of the saviors, and then she sort of yeah, shot yeah. him in the arm. I think it was the mid-season finale that that happened. Yeah, could have yeah. been. I can't remember when it was, but yes, I. Um, but she turns up and reveals basically what's happened about the attack on Alexandria and stuff. Negan makes it clear that he knew Dwight would let Rick know the plan, which was uh, purposely made to lead Rick and his allies into a trap. He, he he keeps Dwight alive knowing he might be useful in the future, which he very much has been at this point to both sides, I, I guess. Yeah. So, um, This has been kind of a long time coming, but not something that we've like been waiting to happen because we do you like dwight yeah no i mean dwight dwight's kind of grown on me as a character i think um throughout this series and uh i mean it it was one of those things that at some point he was going to get found out mm. um i thought the way that they plotted this i didn't see that twist coming until he walked into that room and it was revealed that, you know, Negan had known that he was a traitor all along and you kind of think, Oh, that's not good. Uh, so I, yeah, I, but I mean, I didn't, I didn't see that coming when they were dishing out the plans earlier on. Mm-hmm. So, and when you're you know, like talking I, to Dwight and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so I, I thought the trap, was uh was quite nicely done because i kind of forgotten that he randomly picked somebody up and we never found out who it was yeah. so um so yeah i i kind of thought this was quite nicely played out i i rather like that bit of that arc for negan in the episode i thought it was good yeah and laura who's a very small character 
is on screen for a short amount of time. She she serves her purpose as a character. Yeah. And you yeah. don't need to see like them chatting yeah. extensively yeah. about Dwight or whatever because we already yeah. know that information. It's just revealed yeah. it is translated to Negan. So I I think they did a a fairly good job there. Um, yeah, because there's a certain things in this show that like you don't need to retell the audience just so you can see another character know um, certain things anyway. Because um, there was like when yeah, remember when Tyrese That's... revealed to like Carol when he'd killed uh, sorry yeah Carol revealed to Tyrese that she'd like killed Karen and David. You needed to see like that kind of conversation and not the aftermath because then you can see the sort of build up to it. But with this, you already knew everything and everybody had sort of known everything, so. Yeah, um, I yeah. think it worked quicker, just sort of cutting to the chase. Here, yeah. Plus, we uh, exactly. don't have much time left this season, so time to hurry up. Mm. Uh, now we move on to one of the sillier scenes. Uh, Eugene is taken hostage by Rosita and Daryl as they kill uh, the saviors that are around him. He sort of comes out this back entrance. It's one of the many, many doors in the savior complex that exists. Yes. Uh, yeah. And like they, they kill these guys immediately and take Eugene hostage, who of course goes straight into his cowering mode whatever you want to call it yeah. um he's like sort of scared cowering thing um to get away from eugene and sorry to get away from daryl and rosita he takes two fingers um i didn't know what the hell he was going to do when he when they because they sort of panned yeah. out of his hands and you see to him using two fingers i was like yeah. what's he doing and then he uh sticks them in his mouth and uh, forces himself to throw up on rosita which is not a very nice yeah. thing to do um so that's used as a, as a distraction because Daryl's like killing these other um, zombies that are around them, and she's not yeah. got a head, a gun to Eugene's head for some reason. Um, maybe she just doesn't see him as that much of a threat to need to do that. No, I don't. Well, I don't think she does. No. Um, so. But he forces himself to throw up on her, uh, and then he hides in a pile of ashes. Um, yeah. And they sort of run straight past it and go, "Oh, he must have gone this way." Um, and then he sort of gets back to the sanctuary. And there's all this bit of, like, him talking to Gabriel and, oh, we have to get the bullets right. And I got this, like, mac and cheese stuff and... Yeah. Um, which doesn't look very good uh, or very nice to eat, I suppose. And he says, like, oh, this is the only thing on the menu. Um, yeah. What What did you think of this stuff? Well, I mean, it's... One thing it does sort out is exactly which side eugene is on eugene appears to have gone full savior um <laughs> and you you sort of you i mean we kind of were getting that impression anyway you know he wasn't doing you know he he likes the fact that um negan and the saviors actually you know need him for something and are using him for something and he's got some authority from that whereas using him when the other group had him uh you know when he was at alexandria they really were kind of he was an annoyance and they yeah wanted him for his mind but gave him absolutely no respect so i can sort of see from eugene's point of view why he's decided that it's you know he's in a better position now uh, I don't necessarily, you know, agree with, obviously don't agree with what he's doing and who he's siding with because they're no. all, yeah, but um, I, I can sort of see from the character's point of view why he might have made that choice. Um, and it does kind of clarify that sort of thing. I could have done without the 
extended mac and cheese stuff earlier on uh although you need to know all of that so yeah although it was a sort of setup for the vomit gag i guess but i that you can kind of do that anyway yeah i I don't know surprised if he did that because then you'd be like oh he's that's like i mean he doesn't eat it because because he doesn't know that daryl and rosita are coming for him so no 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 yeah but it's it's the fact that he has just eaten i think that allows him to do it and he so i i I don't know i mean that you could have trip you know trimmed a lot of stuff out of that and and just had them turn up and and kind of take him and then him escaping going back and you know making that speech about we're redoubling our efforts and you know negan will have all the bullets he wants you could have cut kind of the earlier stuff out of of him eating the mac and cheese and all that sort of stuff um yeah so i you know you could have trimmed that a little bit but I, I think it helps solidify which side Eugene's on, which does make me wonder if they're going to kill Eugene off next episode, because one of the reasons for doing that might be the fact that you don't want you know you don't want any ambiguity if you're going to kill the character off. You don't want the ambiguity of which side is he on when he gets killed. So I do wonder whether they're going to end up killing Eugene next week. And this was a just way of saying, no, he's definitely on the saviour's side. Maybe. Maybe. Um, Would you like to see him be killed off? I wouldn't be. I mean, I like Josh McDermott as uh, as an actor, but I I wouldn't be overly sad to see Eugene go as a character, to be honest, at this point. I wouldn't yeah. be overly sad to see because I mean Gabriel's there is still there as well, and I mean they've not really given him an awful lot to do either. So I mean those are two characters you could probably lose quite easily mm-hmm. without, you know, and the show would go on quite happily. So it's weird how like Gabriel, um, Gregory especially, and Eugene. I mean Eugene's smart, but he's not tough, um, and like Jadis, yeah. who is kind of tough but definitely not in like the top 10 or top 15 toughest characters mm. have all outlived Carl. Um, <laughs> it's just strange, especially Gregory. Like it, it, with all those characters I just listed, especially Gregory, cause he's not smart. He's not strong. He's just a little rat. So um, yeah, I really hope he dies next week. Cause there's just no more story <laughs> use for him or anything. He's no. And my, and then you my... can just let, um, What's the guy's name? Alexander but um Yeah, Alexander yeah. Berkeley. Yeah, you can just let him just peacefully go off and do some other work. Um because yeah. he's a good actor and stuff and he was good in twenty four. Yeah. So. I I do wonder whether Maggie ends up shooting him as retribution for, you know, the it being the last straw, the fact that he bought bad information, even though it because there will be a sort of ironic twist to that in that he actually tried to do the right thing you know and mm-hmm. bring this information yeah. and it wasn't it wasn't his fault that the information was wrong at all you know he wasn't trying to scam them i do wonder if maggie just gets to the point of just going that's it i've had it with this guy and just shoots him <laughs> yeah so we'll but we'll see we'll see what happens but uh yeah i i do wonder if that's where we're heading with that mm-hmm. um but yeah i don't really want to talk too much about gabriel and, and eugene and stuff because uh, we have far more interesting characters to talk about, like Michonne and Carl and Negan, who are in this uh, next bit. 
later after having uh oh yeah the, this is when um they revealed the reanimated simon on the fence even in yes. zombie form steven Ogg is still doing a really good job yeah. Um, like he's just like he's he was some sort of guts in his mouth or whatever maybe they just like fed him so that he doesn't yeah. like i don't know you don't need to feed these walkers on the fence really um no unless no, they like right. becoming inactive and not i don't know um but yeah he's still doing a really good job but just as a like standing still chained up uh walker is uh it's quite good yeah yeah he's uh, good he's very good that <clears throat> Negan is contacted by Michonne over walkie-talkie who reads Carl's letter to him, which I will read out in a minute. Again, uh, reiterating the same request at the end um, to end the war peacefully and starting over. However, Negan refuses the offer, saying that Rick uh, has pushed him too far and said that the only way to end the war was to kill every single one of them, which is sort of what he says. Uh, I'm finishing um, by saying that the time for talk is over and destroying walkie-talkie. Which is a useful resource in the apocalypse, but Negan doesn't care. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, and th- this one's actually a bit shorter, so it won't be quite as long. Um, Negan, this is Carl. I was helping someone. I got bit. We didn't even have to be doing what we were doing. I was just helping someone, and now I'm gone. You must be. You might be gone. Maybe my dad made your people give you up, and he killed you. But I don't think so. I think you're still around and you're working on a way out. Maybe you got out. Maybe you think we're at we're at a lost cause and you just want to kill all of us, which is literally what Megan just said. Um, <laughs> I think you still... Um, I think you think you have to be who you are. I just wonder if this is what you wanted. I wanted to ask you. I wish I could have. Maybe you'll beat us. And if you do they'll just be someone else to fight, which is kind of a theme of, I guess, the show. Like, he kills the governor, he goes on to whoever next and fights Negan. Um, But there will always be villains in the show, so that's kind of some of the the point of it. Uh, The way out is working together. It's forgiveness. It's believing that it doesn't have to be a fight anymore, but it doesn't. I hope my... um, dad offers you peace i hope you take it i hope everything can change it did for me start over you still can carl um so yeah just basically asking negan like i, I wanted to ask you but i died um and i was yeah. just trying to help someone but i died um and just asking negan like can you just be peaceful and can we start over and stuff um which is also what some viewers want they sort of want a fresh start for somebody <laughs> this show um, which hopefully season nine offers some of. Uh, did you like this letter? I thought it was alright. Yeah, no, I I thought this one was uh was, I mean, makes sense. And I, you know, I think Negan's response was exactly what you expect. Yeah, you could tell that. You could tell there was this relationship between the two of them. So there was the possibility that maybe he might have listened, but. I think it's just gone too far at this point that for them to turn back. I do wonder if the point of the letters is a way of keeping Negan around. Um, okay. You know, if, because maybe it's the thing that stops Rick from actually killing Negan. Um, if they can come to some agreement, 
you know, if Negan gets beaten. Mm-hmm. Because we've had this thing this week of uh, him, you know, him and Simon going at it and him ba- basically saying, you know, well, if you can beat me, you deserve it. So if if that's the similar thing that's going to end up coming with, you know, we know now Negan thinks like that. If If it comes to Rick and Rick beats him, is he then going to bow down to Rick and say, I'll do whatever you want? Uh, and that gives Rick an excuse to follow Carl's instructions and not kill him, and that means that you can keep Negan around as a character, mm-hmm. uh, which people may want. So I, I don't know. Um, I, I, I do wonder if that's where they're heading with this. Okay. Well, hopefully, you'll get your answer next week. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I'm starting to not think that the war's gonna go on to next season it sh- it should just naturally conclude next week so hopefully all of the I things so. that you just said you get your answers to hopefully everybody else does um yeah, yeah I, thought, I thought it was a good letter it's a nice thing for um carl to sort of say he doesn't really say that like he hates him or anything he just says like uh, it, it's sort of like him standing in between negan and rick and saying like yeah i don't want you two to fight just like stop it and try and have a peaceful life because you'll just kill one of you will kill the other and then you'll just find someone else to fight so um yeah i thought it i thought it was good so um mm. yeah this one's being read by michonne over walkie talkie so yeah uh they couldn't couldn't send a raven or anything to uh to the sanctuary <laughs> to um give the letter to negan um, yes, I, I thought they did a relatively good because when Michonne starts over the walkie-talkie, I thought like, okay, how how clearly is this going to like translate over to Negan through like the cut between the scenes and stuff? Um, mm. I I feel like they they did that pretty well. So um, yeah. they did cut back and forth. I think once each, but they like Michonne sort of stopped reading or took a pause, so it didn't sort of cut in between the middle of what she was saying. Um. So I thought that was that was handled kind of well, and yeah. that's it. That's the end of the episode. We have one left this season. It's the season finale, and it's called um, Wrath, I think, because um, Rick's mercy will overcome will overcome his wrath. Mm. Uh, yeah. Is there anything else you want to say, or just we get to? No, no, no. I think I think we've we've done that. Okay. Um, emails, by the way, you can send yours in for consideration to Entertainment Talk at hotmail.com or entertainmenttalkuk at gmail.com uh, or through Twitter or Facebook or any of the other internet ways you can you can do that these days quite a few so mm-hmm. uh, yeah John writes in and says just a quick question do you still hate Negan uh, have you ever hated him or is it Jeffrey's charm and charisma enough to make you not hate him he says he personally doesn't do you hate Negan no no not really I mean you know as a character, you can. I, as I say, I, I think there's a lot of love out there for Negan, not necessarily for everything he's done, but I think for Negan as a villain, you know, um, I think when the governor, w- with the governor, you point where you're like, this guy's completely loco, he needs to go, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I mean, particularly the, the whole having. You know, zombie daughter trapped in a closet or whatever. There was with that guy's like that guy's a bit bananas. You know, he needs to go. Whereas with Negan, he's he's trying to get a society to function in a way that he thinks it will work. 
Um, and I don't, you know, you don't agree with these methods, but, uh, and certainly, I, you know, we've said before that had we come at this from the other direction and we've been following Negan's group from the start, you'd probably think Rick wasn't a particularly great guy either. Mm. So he's not, he, although he's the villain of this piece, he's not done anything that has, has completely tipped everything over. I mean, yes, there was the killing Glenn and stuff earlier on, but well, that was payback that was, for his own people getting killed. So yeah, and you know, he he didn't know these these people. You know, he didn't know the connection that we had to these people. So, and it was a sort of good introduction to the character. I and I I sort of think well. This is what I mean about what I was saying about the the letters from Carl. I do wonder if if they're being put there so Negan doesn't have to die next week because mm-hmm. Rick needs a reason not to kill him um, because they maybe want to keep Negan around. Um, I don't know whether that's the case and the, how the rest of the group, particularly somebody like Daryl, might react to that if they didn't take Negan out. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that might be kind of interesting. I, yeah, so I don't know. Um, I, that was that was my only kind of. I mean, I if Negan dies, uh, and we lose Jeffrey Dean Morgan from the show. It will be. I mean, there will always be another villain coming along. But I, I don't know. I, I won't be surprised if they kill him off. I also mm-hmm. won't be. Uh, uh, you know, but I will be upset to see him go i would be sad to see him go but i wouldn't be surprised if they kill him off because that's the natural conclusion to what you expect might happen but i do wonder whether they're trying to figure out a way of keeping him around yeah um to answer the question myself um i i don't hate him i think he's a particularly um charismatic villain and one that is quite special in this whole story not just the season but the whole story itself Mm -hmm. um yeah, I hope that I kind of hope they do keep Negan around because they could just like shift him to some sort of other role, I guess, and then have a new villain come in. Um, yeah, but no, I, I don't hate him. Of course, he got payback against Rick group, Rick's group because they like killed his people, some of them in their sleep, literally, mm. um, from the season six episode that, that happened. Um. You know, I, I really like Jeffrey. I, I think I've always said that. Um, I think he does a really good job as, as him. Sure, there could have been other people that could have done it as well. I think like maybe John Hamm and some other people. But I, I like very much what we've got with Jeffrey. Um, and it's always cool to see him on screen, whether it would be with like Simon or Eugene or Gabriel or Jadis. Um, he's always interesting to watch, at least. Um, and sometimes he makes inappropriate jokes, which is still kind of funny. So... Um, yeah, he's he's really fun to watch. So, Emily says, um, I'm conflicted on how I feel about Eugene. On the one hand, he is kind of helping Rick by sabotaging the bullets. On the other hand, he forcibly threw up on Rosita. Not very nice. Um, I mean, I'm not. I'm not at all convicted of, uh, conflicted about <laughs> Eugene at this point. Eugene has very much gone full savior, and yeah. you know, uh, if he. If, he made his choice you know i i actually i i mean maybe they take him back but 
uh, why would you? Uh, you know, he's very much gone against them, and he's making the thing which is actually going to take a lot of people out from their side. So, mm, I don't know. Mm. Um, I mean, um, if you did kill Eugene, if you could just kind of get rid of rid of this whole thing, I guess, and just like we wouldn't have to see him anymore. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So that might help. And yeah, throwing up on Rosita, not greatest thing. Couldn't he just like pushed her over? <laughs> maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe. Or maybe he didn't maybe. think he was physically strong enough, which he probably isn't. No, so. that's very true. <laughs> um, and it kind of ties into um, his character being more smart than than tough because he, I guess, planned it, kind of. Cause like, yeah. Because, like I said, we didn't we didn't know he was going to get captured or whatever, but he kind of used. I guess what he thought was would work at the time, and it did because he got away. So, um, yeah, yeah, may, maybe it's time for for Eugene to go. I think. Um, yeah, we shall see. Uh, Terry, is there any predictions for the finale? This is what I was referencing earlier. Any death predictions? I can see them possibly killing the following: Jerry, Gregory, Maggie off screen next season, <laughs> and Rosita. <laughs> uh, yeah, next week could be Maggie's last episode. It could be. It might not be. Yeah. She might sign. Yeah. She might not. It's up in the air. Um, yeah. Don't know. Um, Gregory, I hopefully. Mean, Jerry, maybe as like an impact death. Rosita, maybe. But Gregory's the most likely hope, out of those. Yeah, yeah. Greg, Gregory, I think. I think Gregory, Eugene, uh, maybe Dwight? Maybe, Possibly. Maybe. Simon. So. Yeah, I mean, you know, maybe, maybe Dwight, maybe Dwight gets out of it. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, There's not many I, people from Hilltop or Rick's group that you could kill off that would be okay. Yeah, I mean, I suspect Aaron's probably all right because he's, you know, as I say, I think you know, he's he going to turn. Off by now. <laughs> he, he no, I, I mean, I, I'm almost positive that he's going to end up turning up with the the Oceanside community. So I think that's kind of likely. Um, uh, you yeah, know, how about Jerry? Um, I, I will be very sad if they kill off Jerry. So I mean, hopefully not. Hopefully Jerry's still okay. Um, mm-hmm. But I could see him being like, "I'll sacrifice myself for the king," or or something like that. Yeah, I mean, quite Maybe. possibly. That is a possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Ezekiel, maybe? Maybe. Yeah. Um, maybe he, like, says, no, I'm not your king, and pushes Jerry out of the way. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I Ezekiel, <laughs> Ezekiel will be one character you could potentially lose. Uh, Carol, she's kind of in that mix. I think there'd be an outcry again if you killed off Carol. You've already killed off everyone. Well, well, there is, there is, but you've already yeah. you've already killed off Carl this season out of out of that kind of core group. Yeah, I I think if you killed like you know Rick, Daryl, or Carol, I I think there'd be uh, you know mm-hmm. that, that would be the final no. Yeah, yeah. Or, or Maggie or you know I think that would be the. I mean that that's the thing. I mean we kind of know that Maggie's. You've got to assume, unless it's all a big elaborate plot, um, you know, or some kind of misdirect, you kind of assume that Maggie must live to the end of the season because they're arguing. Season, yeah, yeah. Uh, But whether whether she 
yeah, whether they kill her off screen because they have to or explain away her mysterious not being there. I mean, we don't know what they're going to do for next season. Yeah, mm-hmm. we may have a time we may have a time jump in there. And if we have a time jump in there, it makes it easier to explain Maggie's not being there because you can say, Oh, she's gone off to somewhere else or um See that I mean, would be an interesting idea, but I don't know why Maggie would leave the hilltop. Well, I mean, it depends if there is a time jump, what the time jump is. Mm-hmm. You know, um, maybe there is a there, there is a way you could justify her, you know, leaving with her kids. You know, maybe she meets her. If it's like an eight-year time difference, she could have met somebody and disappeared off somewhere else. You know, you don't know what might have happened. So, I mean, there, there might be a way of explaining that out. Um, mm-hmm. Or hopefully she just signs and stays on the show. That would be nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that would be good. I mean, ultimately, it'd be good. Uh, Rosita, maybe? Uh, maybe. I sort of feel that's probably unlikely. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, Jadis? She's a newer character. and I don't know. Maybe. Mm-hmm. She's but sort of been... She's been revived, quite tough. But, like, reimagined. Yeah. She's been yeah. Since. She's been better as a character, I think, without her um, yeah, without the rest of the group and without the the all the extra trappings. So I think maybe Jadis is still going to be around um, potentially. I, although we don't know where she is at this point, she seems to have just vanished off the face of the earth. So because mm-hmm. she wasn't waiting in this that, episode, waiting for that helicopter. Yeah, waiting um, for that helicopter. So I, we'll I see imagine if that comes into play as well. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. That may come into play. Mm-hmm. I mean, out, out of the bigger characters, Ezekiel is the one that I potentially think may okay. go. Uh, you know, because he's he no longer has a kingdom to control. Um, so you don't necessarily need him around. You know, there are enough other leaders about. It. Although, you know, <laughs> they might be regretting that decision if Maggie, you know, if um, <laughs> Maggie isn't there next season. So. Mm. Uh, yeah. and and Morgan possibly uh, is the other one, but because we know that he goes, yeah, we we all know that he is on Fear the Walking Dead, but mm-hmm. we don't know whether that's pre or post this necessarily. So, uh, at least I don't because I haven't, you know, watched the latest season. Yeah, they said something about there might be a time jump in Fear season four, but I don't know when that would end up in the timeline. Because yeah. um, they've all they've kind of made that a bit of a mystery as to how long has actually gone since uh, since the apocalypse started. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's pre though. I think it's when he. Um, I think it's when he's maybe in his clear mode or something. Possibly, or I don't know. At some point around there, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, we'll see next week. We'll yeah, see. That's most of our death predictions. So you say maybe Ezekiel. I would say. I think we both would say Gregory. Um, yeah, a big death. I don't know. It's still, we just lost Carl, so um, I'm not really feeling like I need a big death next week. Just clean up some no. of the smaller characters that don't need to be there. Yeah, yeah, that's, you that's kill, kill off some of the smaller characters, and that yeah. also would be helped by a time jump because you can explain away a lot of the people that were around not yeah. being around anymore. So instead of killing off like a Daryl and making it a big thing, you could just do 
a multi sort of kill in the episode. And just get yeah. rid of some of these smaller characters that we don't necessarily I, like. I I almost feel killing off a big major character at this point will be a final kind of screw you to the audience from Gimbal. So and to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I so I, yeah. I given. I mean, uh, the problem is they've already shot it now, so mm-hmm. you know he might not have realised the backlash was going to be quite so huge. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I wonder how much time there was between, let's say, dealing with Chandler's exit and filming the finale. How much time would have passed? In, uh, well, I mean, it, it shoots... They they shoot kind of over summer, don't they? Yeah, I think like May to November. So, yeah, something like that. So, mm-hmm. you know... Um, yep. Mm, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Okay, uh, but we'll see you next week for the season finale, which is called uh, Wrath, like I said before. So we'll be back for that next week, uh, probably Wednesday. All of these have basically been on Wednesday. So, um, yeah. And then, yeah, we'll see you for other content in the meantime, which will be on entertainmenttalk.org. You can find David on geektown.co.uk. Uh, he had a new co-host this week for uh, Geek Town Radio. Yes. And his name yes, is Daryl. <laughs> yes, his name is Daryl as well. Spelt, yeah. I think, the same way as, as Walking Dead's Daryl. So, uh, so yes, but uh, we had a had a new, added a new co-host this week. And then uh, I think you're on next week, so. Yeah, it's my birthday next week, so. That yes. Should be, that should be nice. Uh, <laughs> lots of stuff coming out as well. You've got, like, Legion's Die next week. You've got The Runaways starts next week. Yes, Runaways. Um, and I think there's something you, else as well. You, uh, there is so much stuff on at the moment. You've uh, Supernatural Legion. Um, you've Gotham got Runaways. Yes, uh, Fear the Walking Dead season four starts on AMC Global. Um, Into the Badlands. Gotham. Gotham came back this week. Westworld. Uh, what else? Um, and plus the stuff that's already on TV. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Arrowverse stuff is sort of coming to the end of their season so we'll have the podcasts for those of course uh yeah Zubicola you've got human stuff you've got human starting next month as well so oh okay lots cool. of human stuff coming next uh, coming over the next few weeks on our site so cool. so stay tuned to geektown.co.uk to find out when all that comes out you can follow us on twitter at etalkuk you can follow me have a have a chat with me got into some chats yesterday about these uh ps5 rumors so that was kind of cool <laughs> um you can like and join the Facebook group and the Facebook Facebook page uh, to get involved there as well. Uh, you can rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. That will help us as well. Uh, you can find us on Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, so that you can uh, redeem rewards of your choosing and get your ad-free podcasts as well. Uh, so if you want us to review a video game, TV show, film, any of the things that are listed in there, you can uh, do so over there. Uh, you can check out Robert's Mixer um, channel. I don't think his giveaway went very well. Somebody won it and then they didn't want the code. But we'll probably talk about that <laughs> this week <laughs> on uh, Gaming Talk. It's, it's a bit silly, but I, uh, Robert will talk about that on this week as well. Yeah. But that's mixer.com uh, forward slash oldguygaming. And then I'm on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash imerty94 whenever I feel like going live playing video games. Uh, you can lastly, you can use our Amazon affiliate link, which is where you do your shopping on Amazon. And whether it's ten dollars, ten pounds, or any other amount of money, you pay that amount. We get some of the cut, but you don't have to pay anything extra. So it's a good way to support us as well. That's it for this week's episode. We'll see you for other content this week and next week for the season finale. Let's hope it's good. Let's hope there's no cheap 
cliffhangers. Let's hope that the season ends cleanly and that all that war ends nicely and nobody gets fired next season. Nobody starts any new lawsuits next season. Let's hope that Angela Kang comes in and <laughs> sorts the show out and that AMC wake up and we can all be happy. That would be yes. that would be very, very nice. And that they can nice. start spending money and giving it to people because a lot of people want money from them and they're not giving it to them. So uh, yes. that would be very nice. But we'll see you next week for the season finale. Uh, goodbye. Bye.